Faces Going Places is a 501c3 that strives to promote youth empowerment through community, unity, and educational programming initiatives. We believe in the pursuit of championing the cause of our future leaders. Faces Going Places is committed to dramatically reshaping the most economically depressed communities across the country. Listen in to the Faces Going Places podcast, where new episodes will be released every Saturday on all your podcast platforms. This podcast is also brought to you by the WGE Podcast Center, your host for all your podcasting needs. Available on Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and iTunes. Hello, Baltimore. It's that time again. You're tuned in to Faces Going Places. I am your host today, Dr. Mel Butler, and we'd like to say right from the start that this is a 501c3 nonprofit organization, and our aim, our mission is to help those that are in need, the new business persons, figure out how they can take the business from zero to $1 million a year. You'll be hearing from experts and people that are in business like you, some that are struggling, some that are trying, some that have already made it. So today, we're going to talk about some of the things that you'd like to talk about. Introduce a couple of new businesses to you, give them a chance to tell you what they do. And remember, our show is positive. If you have positive comments, we invite you to call in. If you have complaints, we suggest you go to another department because we will cut you off the air. All right, so let's talk about, first of all, all my hosts are in other places. I guess I need to get used to that. But um, Vern, IT guy, and that's uh, Online Solutions. Vern Nicholson is in, um, in New Hampshire. Reggie Hot Sauce is in Richmond, Virginia today. Karen is in Baltimore on a special trip. Sandy Morgan is packing her bags to go and do an assignment in Barbados. So Charles and I, Knowledge and I, are right here in the station for you. So we'll, we're going get, to get our first caller on the line. I know you guys are uh, backed up back there, but we'll get to everybody as soon as we can. Caller, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? This is David and, and, and Dempsey Murphy, uh, uh, Dr. Butler. How are you doing today? I'm doing just fine. Welcome to Faces Going Places. Uh, I believe uh, your brother is on the same line. I think we have you guys tied in so you can cross-talk. I mean, I, I don't have to talk to one and then the other, so you can both get a chance to share, and uh, uh, we're going to see what's going on in your world. First of all, tell our listeners uh, who you are and what you do. We're going to talk mainly, of course, about the newspaper, so... Uh, why don't you, one of you, give us a brief thing on who you are so our listeners can know they're all over the country and they'll want to hear from you. So state your name, whoever's talking first, and which position, and then we'll go to the other one and we have a few questions for you. All right, so take it away. Well, my name is Walt Eugene Dempsey Murphy, and I am the uh, managing director for the National Black Unity News. All right. And your brother is on the line, right? Yes, uh, this is uh, David Murphy, publisher of the National Black Unity News. All right, the first question, of course, our listeners would want to know, what there are several black publications all over the United States. What is the name of your paper? When did you start? And what makes it different? Okay, I think I'll take that. Uh, this is David Murphy. Uh, yes, there's over 200, um, what you could say, African or black newspaper across the United States. And most of the uh, publication across this country is um, what you would call local publications in geographical areas. Um, uh, like I'm from Baltimore, we have a couple of black publications. One is called the Afro, there Virginia and, 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 and Baltimore. And then there's uh, the Baltimore Times. But what makes us a little unique from the different publications, first of all, we are collaboration. We are not set up the way traditional publications are set up. Our publication is designed 
to be a, a collaboration where we bring in a, a group of professional people from different genres who have come together for the sole purpose of uplifting our people, not only locally, but nationwide and beyond. And another thing that sets us apart is this. We are self-sufficient. Of course, we do advertisements, subscriptions, like every other publication. But uh, we are, when I say self-sufficient, is that um, each one of our uh, editors, what we call who has a page in the publication, actually supports the paper financially. So um, that kind of set us apart as well. And then again, uh, most traditional publications um, rely on... Um, on several major factors that keep them alive and going, because I'm just um, be straight up about this. Uh, traditional publications are declining in circulation; they're declining, and and advertisers because they continue to do traditional things. But you know, time goes on; things evolve, and so has the National Black Unity. We we evolve. First of all, we are online. A lot of publications are online as well. But what we have done is uh, myself, I'm a researcher. I've done um, research on black businesses across this nation. And uh, and I built a website called the National uh, Black Action Portal, which is one of the largest websites in the entire nation. And at the same time, I've been publishing over 40 years. I, I published a newspaper in the, in the Maryland region called the Informant Newspaper. And therefore, um, I, 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 I'm pretty well uh, knowledgeable about how publications run in traditional system because we have done that as well. But one thing I did notice that sets, really sets us apart from most traditional publications is that, unfortunately, most of those publications design their ad rates and uh, circulation uh, uh, based on the larger community, when I say large community, white publications and other type of publications. Mm. And they try to address their um, ad rates the same, even though their circulation was as great as the larger publication, but they still try to put the ad rates um, traditionally, you know, pretty much close to there. And therefore, most of them, 99.9% of them outpriced their own community. Mm -hmm. The average person cannot afford to put an ad for one issue in a publication that's going to cost you nine or thousand dollars or something like that. They just can't afford that, and uh, most people don't have the budget. Even large corporations don't have the budget for a one day <laughs> ad, <laughs> you know. And, but so and so, we design our, our ad rates, and some people may look at us and say, "Well, you know, we must devalue ourselves." No, we have not. We did it so we for purpose so that everybody can participate with us. Uh, I don't care what uh, bracket if you're in business and you can't afford uh, sixty five dollars and and our four page range is always just up to um, twelve hundred dollars. But see again, it's not always about you know uh, uh, this place and that in a publication, but it's about getting returns on your investment. And, and not only do we um, keep your ad in our publication, but it runs for three consecutive months. So you get longevity, and then it's archived. And so that's kind of some of the few things that sets us apart. So you are, you come out quarterly. That's what you're saying, right? Because you said three months, Correct. but you come out quarterly. And let yeah. me ask you, do you have a stated mission? And who is your target, say, person that you would like to like, say, reach, do you have a, a certain demographic, as an example? Yes, we do. Okay, so our audience, so that our audience would know how to maybe get in touch or what you're looking for, because if, if people know the mission, then they can get on board. We try to be one of the few programs that bring people together in a positive way. And of course, we've been doing that for about 52 years. So uh, we want to make sure that all of our partners coming in, can get their word out through our medium, which is social medium, is primarily how we go out to maybe, I don't know, 25, 30,000 people, somewhere there. But uh, what is your demographic? Who are you trying to reach? Uh, you know, <laughs> most people David, answer everybody, but I want you to be specific if you can. You know, no question about it. We have a very, very simple uh, target market. Uh, you know, the National Black Unity News is a solution-oriented periodical designed to serve the black community. And that is our target market. Now, and if you, have, if you happen to have a black business 
a, a, a legitimate black business. We also sponsor what is called The Directory. It is the National Black Engineers Directory, but it's The Directory. And it is designed to have a one point for every black business to register so that not only you can have a, a, a business-to-business relationship, you can also have a customer-business relationship because you'll know who you are. Can you give me an example of those when you say solution-oriented? Of course, Baltimore, the state of Maryland, they could use all the solutions they can get. <laughs> We're well, just part well, of one of them. But can we get an example of, say, of say yes, the, uh, 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 yes, I can handle that one. Um, yes, when we say solution-oriented, one of the criteria for being an uh, editor, what we call editor, that's a contributor to the publication. And say, for instance, if you, I'm going to use this as an example, say if you're in the real estate industry, and um, and that's what you, pretty much what you write about, your industry. You get an opportunity, when you participate before, you get an opportunity to educate our consumers uh, as to what you do and how you best can help them. But at the same time, what the major criteria is this. It's not all about you all the time. It's about how you can help our community. So we strongly suggest that each editor uh, give out information that will enhance our people quality of life. For instance, they would tell, well, they could say that a real estate editor will also may tell you some inside trade secrets that you know that may save you trillions or millions of dollars because like purchasing a home is a major purpose in people's lifetime. And so if, if we have a person online that truly concerned about you and a lot of people have been duped in that industry so they would tell you some of the do's and don'ts about the industry what you should look out for things that you should do the checks and balances that you should have before purchasing a home or even considering the home now would, so that, would that person pay, yeah. would they pay for an addition in, in other words there may be say 32 uh, non-profit organizations that we say deal with so if that individual, say, was coming through one of the centers, let's just take the Main Street uh, project, which is in Baltimore off of Pennsylvania Avenue, and they come in, they give vendors a location, and usually they give it to them free, but now I think they may charge something like $25 for them to have a table to dispense their information, and they also could, could sell. So we must have maybe 50 groups like that around the country. That individual, let's say they saw the paper and they liked the paper, would they get a subscription? Uh, would they pay for the uh, paper on the spot? So what would that group have to do in order to be able to support your newspaper? Well, they could do it in a several, on all of the above. First of all, they can get the publication free online. Our publication is when it comes out, you can actually read the publication online. But for those who like to have the physical copy, yes, you can get a subscription to the publication. We will send it um, right to your home office if it's located here in the United States. But yes, we also do live networking events. We also participate in other people's events. Like you said, if somebody have a venue where they have have maybe vendor tables. Yes, we, we often, matter of fact, we even host some ourselves where we would have some of our participants will come to you and have the publication right there where you can buy the publication on spot. And from time to time, we also have several businesses that will partner with us that uh, they will sell the publication out their venue. We have, uh, in the past, we had youth organizations that used our publication for fundraisers and uh, by, by marketing subscription as well as selling the papers direct. So that's, you know, so we get involved in just, you know, all of the books that you mentioned on Dr. Butler. Okay. okay. And, uh, and in terms of expansion, it sounds like you guys are going to have an opportunity for some people to get some jobs. And I, I mean, it's a good feel. Some time ago, I used to work in that field with the Afro-American newspaper. And it was pretty interesting. It was pretty good. So we, of course, are always looking for ways to engage our community and give them information that they may not otherwise get and give them some meaningful tips on getting jobs. Everybody says that the unemployment rate is so low in Baltimore. Uh, but the way I see in most cities I've gone to, it may be low for some people, but it's definitely not that low for our people. So we need to open lanes up of opportunity. And I, I can see the newspaper being one of those opportunities for people to get into maybe a good job, a good future, good job. So can they call in? Are you open up? Are you trying to expand? Are you looking for people? My cat needs a job. 
Okay, I thought Mr. Murphy was going to answer that, but but I answer that one. <laughs> David, please, please. <laughs> well, well, yes, yes, we do. Matter of fact, we have a excellent. I think it's a, a great opportunity for for all, everybody to participate. You can participate on several levels. As I mentioned to you before, we have what we call editors. If you have a problem, gentlemen, I'm, I'm going to I'm going to have to take a break, a, a couple minute break. Mm-hmm. I tell you what we'll do. Uh, we, I'll see if the producer can't hold that line of calls, and so I'd like to continue this, but we got to take a little short break. If you don't mind, just stay on the line, and I'll give you some more time for us to finish the discussion. All right? Yes, sir. So, uh-huh. folks, don't touch that dial. Of course, if you want to call in and you have a question about uh, the Murphys, I tell you, that Murphy name gets around. Eddie Murphy, all y'all Murphys out there, a whole lot of Murphys. But listen, folks, stay by your doll, stay by your phone, and remember, this is Faces Going Places, a nonprofit 501c3, and we mean to help. So we'll be right back. Don't go away. Faces Going Places is a 501c3 that strives to promote youth empowerment through community, unity, and educational programming initiatives. We believe in the pursuit of championing the cause of our future leaders. Faces Going Places is committed to dramatically reshaping the most economically depressed communities across the country. Listen in to the Faces Going Places podcast, where new episodes will be released every Saturday on all your podcast platforms. This podcast is also brought to you by the WGE Podcast Center your host for all your podcasting needs. Available on Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and iTunes. Okay, we're back. We're talking to the Murphy Brothers, and they've got an exciting project. They are talking about having a national black newspaper. They already got it. They're just talking about expanding it more. And so our callers, the family out there, you guys know the drill. If you have a question, you can call it in now. If you don't get on the line because we're always jammed up with calls waiting, you can always email your question to us. And our guest, the good thing about our program is once you're a guest on, then you can become part of the family. And we encourage you to come along and call in. Let us know what you're doing. Let us know how your project is moving. So, Mr. Murphy and Mr. Murphy, are you still on the line? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Right. Can I jump in real quick? Uh, there was a there was a question that you had prior to the um, uh, the break about employment, and, and, and like as as the break was going on, I got a little upset simply because of the fact that our employment rates are designed, to, you know, for for the a broad spectrum of America who are employed, who are paying taxes, and who are exposed to being audited by the federal government, and so that's one thing. And our problem is, it's not so much as that we are not unemployable, we have not been trained. We Absolutely. have not been in a position, we have not t- taken our little ones and put them in a position to be employed. In fact, in fact, the educational system and our parental system has let our children down. So, when it, we, and so those are the kinds of things that we bring out in the National Black Unity News. So that we're not just talking about what's going on now. We're trying to change our culture and change our future. So that's kind of where we're going. So I just wanted to what? break that up before you got back into your section, sir. Well, that, yes, I mean, and even on top talk- of that, when you were talking about employment, uh, yes, we, we have several opportunities, as we call them, is, is this. You know, we're looking for what we call ambassadors. We're looking for sales representatives nationwide. And uh, so it's a great opportunity to um, uh, participate with us, make money with us, spread the word with us. We're looking for people full-time, part-time, spare time. And, and, uh, and all you have to do is call into our office because I can see you will be trained and, uh, and and not only that, uh, this is the most unique thing about the opportunity that we have. Yeah. What about contributing uh, stories and the opportunity? The reason I brought that up, of course, you know, there feels like STEM where there's so many jobs that are available. And most people don't really know that our culture, when I say our culture, I mean, blacks have been on the forefront of what's happening in the STEM program. But. As was mentioned, I don't know if it was Mr. Dempsey or you that mentioned our kids in the educational realm. We are part. We have a nonprofit called ACE, and ACE is Alliance for Career uh, Education. 
Uh, we have a, a STEM program that we developed. It's called uh, STEM Town USA. And just recently, as last week, as a matter of fact, T.D. Jakes just announced that he is starting a STEM foundation. And I, uh, my question, I guess, is people that are on that level that can have contributing articles, which, of course, would be all over the country, do you have a person that can reach out, say, to that kind of person and extend an invitation to them to maybe um, have contributing articles that talk about what they're doing that will affect the community? And because all of that together creates jobs, what what you're putting out there, what T.D. Jakes is putting out there. We have several of our of our listeners that have business. And by the way, folks. I'm sure the Murphys one day are talking about this business opportunity. You don't have to go after a nine to five job. From what I know about me and other people like the Murphys that are out there with these opportunities, this is a way that you can start your own business. You can start a nonprofit or you can start a for profit. And as you know, from time to time, we give you the links and the ways that you can start your own business. But a person could start a business. Even if you don't have any experience, you can train and you can learn, but you would just be an independent, uh, separate distributor. And what would happen is you keep your own ideas, your own mission, as long as they meet with the mission of, of the company, and you could start your own business. You could start to become a distributor, become a, na- a regional distributor. And at the end, I mean, you get paid yourself. You make the money and you take it. But they would issue uh, what we call a 1099. And we'll be talking about that as we go on in the other episodes. How do you start that business? Do you have to have a lot of money? And we'll give you the answers. And I'm sure from time to time, the national paper would be an excellent platform for people to get their ideas out there, if they have solutions. Because politicians, I find, they like your solutions when they're running for office. But as soon as they get in, uh, you find that a lot of them forget that they ever talked to you. Well, you know, you know, we have all we need. I, I really believe that. And uh, and this is one thing unique about the National Black Opportunity. When you talk about employment, employment opportunity. You know, years ago, I started a program just on that subject matter called Job Scope. It was a resource guide where people can find not only direct employment, but training programs, educational programs, volunteering programs, all sorts of things. You can get free training and everything. So we're actually seeking someone in that particular area. So like I said, we're solutionaries. We're looking for an editor that deal with the employment situation. So they will be the ones that would, um, that you can send the information to that would highlight opportunities all across the country and beyond. So there's all type of unique programs that's out there. That's their job. That would be their job to seek those out. And then people who have those programs can reach out to that individual. See, the National Black Unity News, we're up and coming. And uh, and I'm proud to announce that we're the number one circulated black newspaper in the country right now, but we're still growing. We, there's a lot of opportunities that's still available in the publication. Like, like I said, employment, uh, uh, technology. We're looking for editors, people that well-versed in those particular areas. To come on board with this is an excellent opportunity that you can share what you do and how you can help us as a people. Thank you, sir. Okay, well, it sounds like you guys are on, on your way and uh, – I was so excited about everything today. I forgot to mention that we're opening, well, actually it was open, our new Baltimore office, which will be our national headquarters, by the way, the locations in Columbia and in Rockville and uh, Riverside, those offices and and, um, Laurel, those offices will still be there, but we have decided our national office will be right in Baltimore, right across from the Social Security Administration. And as every other project, they're running a little behind because we should be in a Super Bowl party today. But they delivered everything now. Is You know, you got to put everything together. We took a, a, a trip over to the office, I believe it was yesterday. It was today, it's like, No, it was Friday. And we were supposed to be in the 15th. Now, they said everything was still on with our contract, and we walk in the office, and all the space is empty with all these boxes all around the place. And I said, I thought you said we could be in here. They said, well, we can. I said, what about our conference table? What about this place for people to sit down? Oh, no, no, no. I said, I don't see any chairs. Everything is like Lego. Everything has to be put together. I really, that shows how far I am behind. I thought if you bought a chair, you they bring a chair. You order a chair now, they bring a box. 
So anyway, the, for those out there who were invited to our Super Bowl party, the Super Bowl party has been canceled due to the fact that they cannot assemble my furniture in the office. <laughs> but but anyway, so folks, most of you that are, that are calling us and that are partners with us or want to become partners with us, we will be located actually that uh, our new office is to facilitate the people right in the Maryland area so they don't have to go too far. But you got to remember, you got to do something for yourself in order to get somebody to do something for you. And so we're going to very, very be right on top of that. And we look forward to uh, our listeners getting involved with what the newspaper would do because, you know, uh, information is power. And when you have a publication of any kind, it's power. So we want to welcome you guys and uh, into the marketplace, and we wish you well. Uh, we look forward to seeing you partner with us. And as I tell people all the time, your dream is your dream, but there are other dreamers out there too. Don't get so wrapped up in your, your dream that you forget to help other people because karma will certainly come back. And we have faces going places. We do have a private company too, but this is our way of putting something back in the community at our sacrifice, if you're going to be in business, those of you listening out there, you got to remember, no pain, no gain. And we can't always have the answers. In fact, if we had all the answers, we wouldn't be where we are today. But it's a united effort. If you have an event coming up that you would like to see um, the National Black Unity News be a part of or letting them know about it and telling them how you fit in, remember, national means national. And we've got listeners all over, but if you've got friends down in the south, up in the north, in the east, in the west, just tell them there's a new partner in town. And get your copy, get your subscription, and of all, mainly, if you need a job or an opportunity for business. I won't say job because we really, we don't do that. We create the industries and we create the lanes that you can build, and we're interested in, in building that. Open to everybody. Uh, we got to step away again for our little break and see if we can get a couple of these other people in. But Mr. Murphy, David Murphy, Mr. Dempsey Murphy, we want to thank you for taking the time today. We gave you guys far, far more than we normally do. So our accountant will be sending you the bill. You guys ate up about three segments. <laughs> but did you get, uh, I, I know the last thing we do want to do, because we want to yeah. uh, make sure that this is valuable to you, is give them a way. Do you have a way for them to contact you now? Or or, or what, what would you like to do with regard to uh you got a website they should look at. I know you said you had other things. So leave us with something that the folks can get in touch with you. Okay. We can be reached at 443 Again, 443-455-2373. Our website is www.tnbun.com. T-N-B-U-N. Dot com and our national directory is tnbundirectory.com. And uh, for further information, give us a call. We'll be glad to speak with you. And if we can be of any service to you, we are more than willing because we all we need and we all we got. Thank you, sir. All right. We appreciate that. Uh, and, and by the way, folks, uh, you know, as I travel, I try to uh, support and do not try support our businesses. In the last, say, six months or so, I do a lot of research, and I eat a lot. I used to be real roly-poly, but I'm not like that now. I'm less roly-poly, still a little bit, but I'm, I'm better. I ate, and I have to give these people a plug because they have the best food, I mean, down-to-earth food at a reasonable price, and I have become a regular. You know, I've got a cat that I feed, and I guess the store has me that they feed. There is a, uh, in Maryland now, that is a business, it's called 365 Deli. 365 Deli. So if you're listening to me out there, and I've got friends, you know, from Miami to New York, and they come through Baltimore, the entertainers for production, there used to be a place called Samson's. This, if you're a Marylander, this is sort of like the new Samson in town. 365 Deli, it's located in Windsor Hill, Maryland. 
and they have some of the best home cooking soul food. They got food for the vegans. They got food for the people like me. They got food for the people like Obama. And I want to give a, a shout out, a salute to them. Montez, one of the gentlemen behind the counter. I don't have any stock in them. I'd like to have some, but I don't. They've eaten. Mr. Murphy, I know if he's still on the phone, he's eating there. But I want to just give a shout out. 365 um, Grill, Delhi, 365 Delhi. If you're in that area, 1800 block of Windsor Mill, then go on in and see them. And folks, they made a special dish for me. I guess they ran out of options. I ate one of everything on that menu each day. But if you go in there, you can ask them for the Dr. Butler special. And I didn't expect it. I went there a couple of days ago, and my favorite dish that I was, was getting, the lady concocted it up and gave it to me. And I'm telling you, this is a true story. I started eating it. It's it's a, a what do you call it? A egg roll. A egg roll. With whole shrimp. Who ever heard of such? Whole shrimp, and I think one of my favorites is cabbage. I had, it had whole shrimp, it had cabbage, and it was six inches big. That means it was big as a sub, and I had two of them, and they were delicious. So that's my shout-out to them, and I'm going to shout-out to them every week. So if you do good things for us, we're going to do good things for you. All right, folks, that is my little message, but you guys stay tuned and listen for our next episode. And I, I believe the producer, you can get these podcasts. We have it so every edition, I think this is maybe show number 11 or 12, and online, I guess my producer, Mr. Producer, will you tell them how they can get it? They Go online and get this. I'm going to have my boss. He's the producer. When the producer's there, he is always the boss. And you need to come down to this place too, folks, our studio. But here is knowledge. Hey, greetings out there. The podcast can be located on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and iTunes. So all you have to do is just go on either one of those platforms, whichever one you use, and just type in Faces Going Places Podcast, and it should pop up. Okay, folks, I want to make sure because sometimes, you know, I get over that. And when the team is not here to help me, then I really get over it. But uh, we want to thank everybody um, listening in. And I think I have a little bit of time to give you some information on upcoming events that we are part of. And generally, folks, if you are one of our partners, we'll, we'll call you and tell you about our, our events. You don't have to be in those events, but you're going to miss something if you don't have representatives because these are people that call us and give us opportunities to be a part of what's happening in the state of Maryland. And uh, sometimes people say, well, are, are we doing anything? Yes, we are. We still do our Hall and Wizard games. Thank all of you for supporting it. We now have about 32 schools that we deal with. And just so everybody knows, we don't need to get anybody. We give people an opportunity to see where their heart is. You know we are 501c3. That means we're nonprofit, and we deal with our kids. So when we have events that involve the kids, we ask the adults or the businesses to sponsor those kids. And we don't come after people. We let you do what your heart tells you. And hopefully you can make sure every kid deserves to have an outlet so that the frustrations that they get the frustrations that you see those kids having, we're trying to make sure they don't have that. So you can always make a donation to Faces Going Places. Yeah, you can uh, reach us at uh, facesgoingplaces.org. But now we're going to have to wrap this show up. I tell you, the time has gone by so fast today, and there's still so many things. The next event that we will be participating in will be main, the Main Street Project, which includes the Pennsylvania Avenue Market. Uh, if you're a vendor... Give us a call, and we're going to help them get uh, vendors in for pop-up. And I, they usually they don't charge anything. If they do, the most is like $25. But you can come and display your information. You can come and sell your product. So get in touch with us. That's the next uh, event that we're going to do. It will be on February the uh, 8th. And then we're also having a game at Coppin, one of our uh, fundraising games for Junior ROTC STEM program, and that will be in the month of April. 
the exact day we got to see. I think it's going to be either the 22nd or 23rd of April. So those are two of the events we'll give you. And next week, we'll give you some more. But show your support, show your love for the community, for the family, and be a part of the overall solution. But Murphy Brothers, if you're still on the line, we want to thank you for taking the time to share with our audience what you're doing. I'm sure it's going to be a a terrific added uh, thing to our community. And at this time where we need communications, and we certainly need it, and we hope that you will be stay with us and uh, get out there. We want to see it be a success, but we want you to be involved in what's happening in the community so people know that you're, you're given when you do that paper. But there's also other ways when you have a nonprofit 501c3. That's why we are called what we are called. Figure out a way that you can stay with the community and also stay with us as we broaden out and help with these solutions. So, folks, again, I'm Dr. Mel Butler, Faces Going Places. We thank you, we love you, and let's make Baltimore the way we'd like to see it. Faces Going Places is a 501c3 that strives to promote youth empowerment through community, unity, and educational programming initiatives. We believe in the pursuit of championing the cause of our future leaders. Faces Going Places is committed to dramatically reshaping the most economically depressed communities across the country. Listen in to the Faces Going Places podcast, where new episodes will be released every Saturday on all your podcast platforms. This podcast is also brought to you by the WGE Podcast Center, your host for all your podcasting needs. Available on Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and iTunes. Hey, 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 welcome back. I tell you, it's me, Mel Butler, Faces Going Places, a 501c3 nonprofit. Glad that you're back with me. I tell you what, everything is so exciting. I normally would have my sidekick, Reggie, uh, stretch and go hot sauce Thompson on the Oh, caller is on the phone. Caller, who are you? You're on the line. It's hot sauce, Reggie. Hey, hot sauce, hot sauce. Give him a hand, everybody. Hot sauce is in the house. Hot sauce. What? You know, we we missed you. The callers were trying to call in this morning, and everybody wants to talk to hot sauce, hot sauce, hot sauce. And the cat, you know, the cat gets into everything. And the cat said, why are they calling for hot sauce? And I'm here. And I said, well, maybe they don't know how to reach you, cat. And the cat said, no, you got a producer in there. He's been looking at me for the last 21 minutes. And why can't you put me on? Why do you have to bring a Reggie on? I don't know. I said, look, (laughs) Reggie is family, cat. And the cat said, and what am I, chopped liver? And the producer said to me, Dr. Butler, that cat looked like he's getting mad. So I'm going in the other room. And he just ran away and left me. So the cat ran away behind the producer. And I said, Cat, where are you going? I didn't know that the producer had a little bitty fish in his hand. And the cat was going after the fish. He really wasn't going after the producer. But the producer thought he was, the cat was coming after him. All of that because, Reggie, you were not here. And you and the producer caused all that trouble in this studio. I just want our listeners to know that. So what's happening, Reggie? Oh, things are great. Things are great, Dr. Butler. Things are great. I'm excited. I know you've already talked about the excitement we got for uh, the center, the Golden Daycare Center. and also Oh, no, tell them about that, Reggie, because I, I wanted you to share that with him. Folks, Reggie, when, he is different. You know how people are different when they're on the air, and when you see them, they're totally different? Well, Reggie, you tell them about Reggie is a national trainer for those of you who don't know, and he trains uh, in traditional ways, but also some non-traditional, unique ways. And I had the pleasure, it was my first time actually seeing him in action. I saw him in action. And Reggie, do you, he trains the people, the old people like me, the old people, he trains them, exercise them, sitting, they'd be sitting in the chair. They be mm-hmm. people that are in wheelchairs, they can't walk, they got the crutches, all of the people that can't move, and he exercises those people with an energy like I had did not even know he had. 
So Reggie, tell them, <laughs> tell them how available you are in now that you're building in the Maryland area and got all these people in line waiting for you. You want to tell them a little bit about why you got into training people and having the people being trained in these chairs and, you know, what it does for them. Of course, I know some of the things, but this is your time. This is your segment. Go ahead on. Let it rip. All right, Doc. I thank y'all. Uh, thank you, Doc. Um, I, well, I got started. Uh, we were at Golden Day um, Adult Daycare Center. And, uh, Doc, that's actually where I got it started. I do it for the WIC program and all different ages. But I started at an adult daycare center in Petersburg, Virginia, uh, where I was asked to come in and do exercise, just like we did last Monday uh-huh. with them. But at that time, Doc, I didn't know what to do because I do boot camps and, you know, I coach over 25 years with football, basketball, and track. So when I looked at the folks in the chairs, I just said, Doc, I can't do anything that I know. So I was going to speak out before it was time for me to be on, and I was going to call the director and tell her that um, I had an emergency. I really was going to do Doc, all of a sudden, the good Lord spoke to my heart. Doc had told me, put me, Plus that equipment back up, put the music on, move how I tell you to move in that chair. And that's what was born, Doc, in 2003. And okay. I've been doing it since then. 2003, and, um, that's, that's 17 years, ready? Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Yes, a, sir. That's a and, long time. Mm-hmm. Wow. Just wow. right it, in the chair. And it's, yeah. Well, it's, it's fantastic. So you do it for groups and senior citizens' homes or uh, private people. Can you do that same thing for a company? Oh, yeah, definitely. I do it because, as a matter of fact, um, I do it for the WIC Women and Children Conference. I do it at their uh, national conferences and at their regional conferences. I went started doing it at those conferences starting back in 2008. And uh, um, I've been doing it since then at the national conferences. We do the chair in the morning, and then we line dance in the afternoon. And doc, in between each speaker and the speakers in the session. And, uh, yeah, I can do that for lunchtime. I did it also at Prince George's Community College for the employees for the lunchtime wellness program that I used to run over there for four years. Okay. And we did it right in the chair. Mm. So they didn't have to dress out or anything. But as you see, Doc, we put the music on, we condition the music, and sometimes you think you need a seatbelt in that chair we rolling so long. Okay, so, 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 that, <laughs> so that, 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 that means that if a company had a bunch of employees and at lunchtime, because they, they could be in their chairs and not have to really leave the office, that means you could do that. Mm. Exactly. I sure mm. can, Doc. Okay. Yeah. That sure can. Interesting. So I know yes, we have some listeners out there that uh, work with companies or have their own companies and their own employees, but they would love to have something like that to break that routine up during the day. Yeah, I think you yes, might sir. have something like Social Security folks and people like that. Mm-hmm. Because, Doc, the thing about it is, is this. Just 10 minutes of the exercise, because the child is physically proven, 10 minutes of exercise actually stimulates new brain cell growth and will take 30% of the stress of the day you've incurred before now, that point of exercise. Now, wait a minute, Reggie. You said it, it, it does what with uh, that brain part? Can you say that brain part again? Because this might be it's, something politicians want to listen to. Mm-hmm. It stimulates new brain cell growth. Your body will actually produce new brain cells. That's where the saying came from, I need to take a walk to clear my head. Because ah, if you okay. walk about or activity, raise your heart rate for 10 minutes, it stimulates new brain cell growth. That's why sometimes I just that. Um, I've had employees tell me, I have people tell me that after they exercise in the chair, they go back to their office and whatever project they were working on, whatever they stumped well, on, ideas just started flowing like crazy. Well, what about people like our president who doesn't have a brain? Would it still stimulate? I, I'm sorry. I, 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 I don't know where that came from. Cat, you can't make statements you know, like that. I'm telling you. Stephen knows. Cat, I think, I think everybody's got a brain. The cat shaking his head said, not everybody. He said, that was proven last week. Okay. Oh, well, excuse me. Let me get away from here because this might end up being my last show, folks. I, I apologize. Okay, let's go on. But, but in all seriousness, if, you, if you're out there with the company and you want to do that exercise because, you know, you got to really keep those body parts moving and everybody mm-hmm. from a baby to the oldest person on earth if you don't move those limbs, then you're going to find out that they will get stiff on you. 
And Reggie, mm-hmm. I don't know any person better than you that can do can do that. So do you come to the office yeah. or, and do that for the people or what? Yes, I do. I come right to the office. All I need is outlet. Because mm-hmm. I just bring speaker and wireless mic. And, and sometimes even use, I have bands. I bring tubes and bands so we can actually do strength training like the chair. Yep. I'll just make it anywhere between 30 to 60 minutes. I could do it anywhere between 30 to 60 minutes. I'd either have some do just 15 minutes. But it just makes a whole lot of difference. And not just in that, but even in heart, uh, your heart. It makes your heart strong. It's just doing that stimulates. Um, the muscles in the heart to keep it strong. And hey, as we know, February is Heart Health Month. So, okay. And what's um, the name of that? Go- yeah. Was it Golden? Where is that 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 center um, that you are doing? One of them that you're doing with this with the people mm-hmm. in the chair. What is the name of yeah, that center? It's a, uh, Golden Day, Golden Day, Day uh, Golden Day Adult Daycare Center. Golden Day um, Adult Daycare Center, and that's the one in mm-hmm. Maryland, because I know you do some stuff yes, in, in D.C., yes, and that's County. Baltimore, Maryland, mm-hmm. Baltimore County. And uh, if mm-hmm. they, yep, I I guess if they wanted to come and see you in action, if they're thinking about maybe doing it for their own group or the school or something like that, they could send a person to watch you. That could be like a little laboratory or something where people, if they've never seen it before, they could come. Could they do that? Could they maybe stop down there and see you in action and then maybe work out something for you? Oh, yeah, definitely. And I'm at the Renaissance Adult Daycare Center in D.C., Washington, D.C., and I also do it at Central Baptist Church of Camp Springs and Camp Springs, Maryland, every Tuesday and Thursday. And I try to go live on Facebook Mm -hmm. also, Doc, so people can see it. Yep, if but, they want to experience it, just for a few minutes. Anyway. Right, but that that I think that's great. And I know uh, I heard somebody in a daycare was getting ready to, to do it with you and some schools. Oh, Is yeah, right? we have our Rogers Daycare. Yeah, we got Rogers Daycare about mm-hmm. to do some things. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and Walter also, uh, we're looking at... Um, like Coleman. Right, Robert uh, Coleman Elementary yeah. School, Elementary Middle School. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, I believe you, uh, somebody had a request at uh, Cardwell. Right, I think, right. Yeah, right. Rodney, Rodney, Rodney Cardwell. So that's, that's yeah. uh, uh, for our listeners out there, you know, it's uh, never too late to get in shape. And our health is very, mm-hmm. very important. And so hopefully with the show, we're giving information that will help people and get them uh, into a position where not only are you healthy and body healthy and mind, but that you can mm-hmm. hear some ideas that uh, will perhaps for you, your children, uh, other people, that it can help you move yourself into a different state. And so people yeah. don't have to be depressed out there. They can uh, do some things that, that can help themselves and uh, help the children and the neighbors at the same time. Well, Reggie, I'm oh, yeah. glad. Um, are you in the city? I know you're not in Baltimore. Where are you? Are you? Oh, right now I'm, I'm here in uh, Camp Springs in Clinton. Well, I actually took a break here. Uh, took a break out of here well, at our church service. Okay. And, um, and, and took a break to took a break to the side. So we're almost uh, done. So I kicked on out. Yeah, and I I know you're going to be part of the expansion of opportunities that uh, Faces Going Places is getting ready to unveil here in uh, Baltimore. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. uh, A lot lot of solution things, if they really want solutions. You know, everybody talks about solutions and they're talking, talking, talking. Next thing you know, they manage to slickly talk you past the time to vote. And meanwhile, once they get in, you know you can't get them out. So, to all the politicians out there, to all the our friends out there, you know, get in touch with your politicians, whoever they are. We invite them all to come on the show and tell us what they're doing going up to the election, not what they're going to do after the election, but what is mm-hmm. the track record of doing things well until we get there. So we're going to be putting a little bit of pressure on those politicians that think that they're hiding and think that they're getting away, but we're going to out mm-hmm. some people. So it's time for us to take a yeah. stand as a group and let the politicians know that we put them in office and we can take them out of office. It's time for the community. I think it's your turn, community. So, yes, I'm mm-hmm. saying this on the air and people can get mad, but you can get mad if you want to. But I know one yeah. thing, the taxpayers deserve to have your attention and your accountability before you get into office and definitely after you get into office. 
because I, I yeah. <laughs> one per- lady stopped me and said, you know, I, you told me to go and call my politician and call my representative. She mm-hmm. said, and I did that. And I tell you, they ought to be called Houdini because they can certainly disappear after they get in office. Mm-hmm. Well, one day we're going to have a whole show yeah. on that. So how does the community keep and hold our representatives accountable for the things that they should be doing anyway? And sometimes people mm. think they get in the way by saying what they're doing. It's always now and what you're going to do after you get elected. Well, if you were doing mm-hmm. the right thing, that question wouldn't come up. You wouldn't have to dodge meetings and dodge questions and have people not be able to get in touch with you. So mm-hmm. as a nonprofit and as a community uh, program where we're going to work with the folks in the community and help us our communities be live and vibrant like they used to be and like they really want to be and give these young kids some role models that are positive. Some of the role models that people, and I don't see how they can live with themselves and definitely those that claim to be, you know, people with um, men and women of God and then hypocrites after they get out of the church. So, we're going to be mm-hmm. talking about that. And, you know, we got a couple of events that's coming up, Reggie, and those people that are new in business, just starting in business, and want to know about resources, all they need to do mm-hmm. is give us a call. How do they reach you, Reggie? I know you're going to be in the new office, but uh, you have a number, something you want to give to them, or what? Yes, actually, um, I'm 301. Um, my number is 301-793-5878. And I'm, I'm sweating though, of course, working uh, in partnership with you, Dr. Butler, with uh, Faces Going Places. And so they can contact me through you as well as also on the social media platform, sweating though, on Instagram or Facebook um, and on Twitter. And as well as uh, on my website is sweatandgo.com. That's S W E A T letter N G O dot com. And the email is Reggie at sweatandgo.com. Awesome. Again, they can contact me through you also. Oh, yeah. Well, they, you know, they know if they get me, they can get you and that we're Mm -hmm. working together. And some of you folks out there, if you do have a uh, relatively new business and you need some help with that business, we also have a consulting firm called Maker to Markets uh, that works Mm -hmm. with entrepreneurs and setting up your business, talking to you about the uh, tax uh, tax exemptions. We've got a young man that's a part of the team that does taxes. And this time of the year, a lot of people have some questions about taxes if they're uh, in business for themselves or if they have a home business and they need some assistance. They can feel free to give us a call and work with us and come to those events, folks. Stop in, uh, stop into 365 Delhi and tell them that Dr. Butler and Reggie sent you. Reggie, I was telling the people about the, that dish, the, the young lady at um, 365 mm. Delhi made for me. Do you have mm, anything mm. to say on that? Because I've been talking about it. Mm, I, I, Doc, all the, I could just say like the old Campbell, Campbell Soup commercial. Mm-mm, good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you that, you know, we got a lot of restaurants out there and you restaurant owners, if you want uh, some good samplers, you invite Reggie and I to your place and we'll definitely try your meal and then we'll pass it on to uh, we'll pass it on to our customers. Well, look, guys, this has been fun. This has been a, a great day. Reggie, thank you for calling in. And we're going to have to, I guess, take a little bit of break because we're going to be coming back. So stay by your radio. All right. Remember, Faces Going Places. Don't go away. We'll be right back, folks. Faces Going Places is a 501c3 that strives to promote youth empowerment through community, unity, and educational programming initiatives. We believe in the pursuit of championing the cause of our future leaders. Faces Going Places is committed to dramatically reshaping the most economically depressed communities across the country. Listen in to the Faces Going Places podcast, where new episodes will be released every Saturday on all your podcast platforms. This podcast is also brought to you by the WGE Podcast Center, your host for all your podcasting needs. Available on Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and iTunes.
Thank you, folks. I'm right back at you. Remember, this is Faces Going Places, a 501c3 nonprofit. And our mission is to help those out there that are less fortunate and diverse community to get information that will help them uh, find a, a new station in life, so to speak. So if you're out there thinking about a um, new project, a new job, a new opportunity, then you might want to give us a call because we are going to be talking about positive things, positive things here in the state of Maryland and actually for all over the country. But our headquarters is, of course, in uh, Maryland, and you ought to give us a call. You ought to uh, support a nonprofit. There are a lot of nonprofits out there, and as long as they're doing good in the community, uh, attach yourself to something, somebody, somewhere, somehow, so that you can make a difference. Because, you know, as long as you're breathing, you can make a difference in somebody's life. I don't know if Reggie, are you still out there? I know he was on a assignment. But anyway, we wanted to we wanted to talk about some of the things that uh, we do and that we can perhaps help others to do. You know, uh, the state of Maryland has some issues. And it seems like right now everybody is calling for solutions. But the thing I have not heard, I have not heard of a lot of the people that are uh, running for office in the community doing things or getting things started. We've got epidemics that uh, with the guns, we got epidemics data with our health, and yet there are solutions, and the politicians know that there are people out there that have answers to those solutions. And since the city is, uh, the state is so interested in solutions that they say, then I think the community, we as a community have a right to have them put the money where the mouth is. So there are solutions out there. People are coming every day, calling us every day, talking about the solutions, and yet they can't even get an audience with someone to help them with that solution. So somebody is lying. If you got, if you really want solutions, then act like it. And I don't think that uh, any politician should be expecting the community to go with them when they ha- don't have a track record, not one that they make, not one that they can uh, deal, but one that comes from the community, involving the community, and for the community. So we're going to join in, folks, and make sure that we get what you're paying for and what the taxpayers are paying for. And we really, I think people have to understand that politicians don't pay us, we pay them. We're the ones that get taxed. We're the ones that are paying for services that never get delivered. Uh, We need to make sure that we have somebody account for the tax money and the money that goes into the lottery places and the money that goes into all these other places that they say are going to be put in place for us, yet you can't find it once that thing is in place. So we're going to be going on Main Street. I know that they are out there. They have a project. There's another project on North Avenue dealing with the Coppin State University. And parents, you need to get involved. You need to be a part of the community so that your children can have something to look up with. Because all the time that we spend talking about things that should affect our young people, but yet they don't because they never get implemented in many cases in our community. I've seen more construction projects in the community, and I guess they're working on our crappy um, infrastructure. But when I look at all these people and I look at all these jobs and all these projects, millions and millions and millions of dollars are going out of the city, and I don't see them going into the communities for people like us. So we've got to change that equation. If that means changing some people's lives that are in public office, then so be it. That's what we really have to do. So Faces Going Places is definitely going to try to be in the mix and recommending people and recommending projects. One of the projects, of course, the school system. I don't even know who our school board is, but I think that all the people that have brought projects to the forefront in education, it's a ton of them that can help. Then how do we get the right person, the responsible people to respond to solutions that people have come up for our kids? 
When we hear the national statistics and where we stand with educational projects, it's terrible. But yet we have so many bright people in the city of Baltimore with ideas that can work, ideas that have been proven to work. And yet these people can't get it. That means that somebody does not want uh, uh, the Marylanders to succeed. And we've got to uncover that kind of thing and see if we can. Our kids have a problem with reading. Our kids have a problem with understanding how the STEM programs work and how they can be a part of it. Do you realize if we get our kids prepared and get them the right information and uh, expose them to the opportunities that they could have, that we would have super kids. They're already intelligent, more so than most of us. But we've got to get behind them and come up with our ideas and solutions, which many have done, by the way. But we've got to get them to enforce it. If you can spend 40 and $50 million on a 21st century school and yet you leave the kids back in the 20th century, then you have been contributing to the problem. And the politicians out there, some are on the job training. Instead of saying they don't know, they demonstrate it by the lack of involvement in the things that actually really uh, involve the community. I think you're going to see a change all over the country because I think people are sick and tired of being sick and tired. Uh, We want to invite you. We hope that you'll come out. This will be our sixth year working with the Harlem Wizards basketball team providing a motivational game for the kids every year. And that game is designed to help our kids improve upon their social skills. You know, social skills, uh, we're talking about solution to a lot of the problems. I think if they, if you have a environment that's positive, then people are going to start coming up with solutions that are positive. And we can look at all the other cities in the world if we want to. But unless we take some time and do something right here in our own city. And we've had different campaigns and we've had different programs. But what if we really, really are serious and put money in programs and for things, even if they're experimental? If you don't try them, how do you know whether they'll work or not? We do what we call Genesis marketing, which means if you have an idea, then you can bring that idea to us and we would research it. We will see if there's a market for it, and then we can guide you to the people or in the direction that gives your idea a chance to get on the market. One of the questions came in was, uh, do we give information? What if a person wants to start a business and they have some money but limited funds? And what are some of the things that we would recommend for that person? First of all, I think that you should take some time and research some resources. What resources do can you identify with the city that would help your business? And you need to write it down. If you're going to have a business, you need to put down, why am I? Ask yourself these questions. Why am I going into business? What contribution can my business make to my community? Or to my country. When you put that down, you, your mission should be clear and simple. Don't try to write something that's wordy or so that people will get confused and what you're trying to define. If you want to sell widgets, just say, I'm going into business to sell widgets. But who are you want to try to sell those widgets to? Well, I want to sell, sell them in the senior citizens' places, Okay. Now you've got, you've identified two things. You've identified a location and you've identified a demographics that you want to go at. Because you could say the same thing if you're trying to go after the youth market. You could say the same thing if you're trying to go after the female market or the male market. So you need to be specific about that. And that's a part of what we call a business plan. You have to set a goal. What do you want your business to accomplish? Are you looking at something that will generate enough uh, money and um, revenue for you to expand? If so, where are you going to locate your business? How are you going to get the product to the customers? Are you going to try to get partnerships with stores? Or are you going to sell it out of your home? You're going to get a brick front or you're going to get a pop-up like the Main Street Group is trying to get people to do? 
These are things that you need to write down. You don't have to spell out all the details. And the city, believe it or not, the city and the state, they have resource people available to help you with most of those answers. That was a time you couldn't get that kind of help. But now, if you can get to a computer, and even if you can't, you can go to the library. And the library, I, last month, the library for the entire month had different books on every table with different approaches to business because there's no one approach. There's several approaches that one can take if you're trying to start a business. But take some time. The librarian will help you find those kind of books. You can take a book out free, and now you can take out the uh, tapes and you can take out the uh, CDs, and you can actually listen to it. You don't have to read all the time, which is a good thing to do, though, if you can read. But every aspect, and even the various departments, such as internal revenue. Want to start a nonprofit? Go to the internal revenue and look on at the questions, ask the question, and they even have it set up. They even have it set up so that you can find out the answers to everything that you want to know, almost everything on, on the computer. Google it. Go on LinkedIn. If you want to know about somebody's background, somebody asked me if I do a resume. No, nah, I don't do a resume anymore. No. But the same person called me back and said, oh, okay, I got what you did and I got the history of you by going to LinkedIn. I don't know how it got up there because I didn't put it up there, but it's there. Well, listen, folks, next week we're going to tell you about another brand new inventor that's out there that's willing to work with Baltimore. And it will answer some questions. Some of you might be the same way. But we want to thank you on behalf of Faces Going Places, 501c3 nonprofit. And I would like to personally thank you for being tuned and supporting us. And we look forward to you joining us again next week. Meanwhile, be safe, be good, be blessed. Faces Going Places is a 501c3 that strives to promote youth empowerment through community, unity, and educational programming initiatives. We believe in the pursuit of championing the cause of our future leaders. Faces Going Places is committed to dramatically reshaping the most economically depressed communities across the country. Listen in to the Faces Going Places podcast where new episodes will be released every Saturday on all your podcast platforms. This podcast is also brought to you by the WGE Podcast Center, your host for all your podcasting needs. Available on Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and iTunes.